0: down, Impact Media's weekly jump into the world of the UGA Bulldogs football squad there in Athens. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in. There is a lot to talk about. You guys know about it. Uh, There was was a game just this past weekend. wonder how that went. And there is one coming up this weekend that uh, I'm going to get you guys excited about. And I totally understand you guys not being excited about it, but I'm going to get you excited about it. Before we do that, as you know, if you would like to uh, download the show, follow the show, leave us question, comment, suggestion, um, your grandma's pie recipe, uh, maybe a chicken and rice bake. or uh, We love everything. If you want to leave uh, uh, directions out of the corn maze, that, that would help. That would help. I hate getting lost in those. But either way, the ways you can do that, if you want to email the show, 3, the number 3, Endzone, E-N-D-Z-O-N-E, at gmail.com. 3endzone at gmail.com. I personally reply to every single one of them, as a lot of you guys have uh, so found out. Uh, If you want to find us on Facebook, you can search for Hunker Down. You can search for Impact Media jeremy york any of that fun stuff and uh if you would like to find just the show notes i mean just the show links as as well as notes go to twitter at team impact media probably have you scroll through a couple of them that is nothing but show links from impact media if you are so inclined to want to follow uh, my personal accounts which i deeply appreciate on triller twitter tiktok and instagram At The Impact 99 will find me. We've got some fun stuff coming up. I'll be at Georgia State this this weekend. So you will get some fun content on all of those avenues uh, related to that. And if we get everything, I think we got everything. Oh, and wherever you find a podcast, whether that is Podcast One, whether that is Spotify, whether that is the iTunes Store, wherever you get a podcast, you can Leave us question, comment, suggestion, all that fun stuff as well. If there's a place you get a podcast that we are not, please let us know. We will be there shortly. Now, let's talk about that game. The number three ranked Georgia Bulldogs hosted the number 11 ranked Oregon Ducks at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. For the uh, part one of the Chick-fil-a kickoff. They did a fantastic job. They, they decorated the city up. They, they really put a lot of emphasis on this game and uh, its importance and uh, really played this up to be the nail-biting super close contest that it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm holding back for myself, guys. Um, as we know, UGA forty nine, Oregon three. Uh, there were two funny memes that happened because of this, and uh, you know, Oregon, I don't want to poke fun of you too much, but uh, I gotta say these these are funny. Um, the one, uh, travel twenty six hundred miles to the field goal. That was pretty funny. The one that I really liked was that the only two touchdowns that Oregon uh, had were when the plane touched down in Atlanta and then back in Oregon. Uh, that, that was a pretty good one. I, I give you credit on that one. Now, it's not that Oregon was playing that bad. They were playing okay, but the dogs, they were having none of it, the they had an answer for everything. Uh, a little bit about the Georgia defense. You know, we knew we were going to see some new faces because, what, half the defense, starting defense is in the NFL about to kick off this week. Uh, we, we knew a lot of the big playmakers and things like that. We knew because of the rotations last year, though, that um, we knew some of these guys are pretty good. You know, Ringo, yeah, we knew about him already. Uh, you know, some of these other guys, Starks, Jackson, Mondon Jr. You know, we've we kind of... You know, we'd have heard about some of these guys, right? But to see them in action, uh, it was interesting. There's no way to ever know this without a time machine. I uh, don't implore you to do that. Watch enough movies to figure out why you don't go back in time. Um, but UGA... Favorite quarterback opponent, Bo Nix, came out and was, uh, he didn't have a bad day. He was 21 for 37, 173 yards, no touchdowns, and he threw two interceptions. So, okay, that part of the stat line, not so great. 21 for 37, 173, that's, that's, that's not great, but it's not awful, that's, he did some stuff. He was also their leading rusher with eight carries for 37 yards. Uh, that defense just cracked down on the run and kept everything, including bow contained and in front of them. Uh, one thing, I'm not concerned by this, but you know, I just told you how good the defense was for Georgia. Like I said, you had uh, uh, Starks with eight total tackles. Uh, you had uh, Smith was up there, Jackson, Ringo, all, all those guys, Lassiter. You had Smith, Jackson, and uh, Daniel Sisavon all with tackles for loss. You had the two interceptions, one by Smith who ran it back twenty-two yards, and one by Starks who got tackled about the time he he, or he 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 was down about the time he had it. Um, there was pressure, but one thing there wasn't was sacks. They were not credited with an actual sack, and I'm not concerned about it. It's something, it's something to work on. I mean, you, I mean, like Kirby said after the game, they said, "Coach, what did, you know, assess the performance today." So oh, it was good, but uh, there's a lot of things we need to clean up and a lot of things we need to work on. First of all, that's the kind of coach he is. Second of all, there are things that you could button up and do a little better than you did. And I, I think one of them. Is getting more pressure on the quarterback. Now you contained the run, uh, you made them throw a lot, which should have opened up the opportunities. To should open up the opportunities for more sacks, but we didn't see it. And it wasn't lack of effort. It was uh, just uh, I, I don't know. They they didn't cash in on the opportunities they had, but. i can't say that much bad about them i mean they they were swarming on defense kept everything in front of them I mean, what else can you say when when uh, they they score 49 points i mean how incredible is that now weirdly enough the defense didn't score any of them i think that's gonna that's going to come with time. But as we look back at the offense, you know, uh, Stetson Bennett, 25 of 31, 368 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. He looked really, really good. Really good. Uh, Heisman good? It's too early. Let's let's keep that where it is. But is it those kind of performances against ranked opponents that are going to help? Yes. And He showed that that he he has some some flash to his game. A lot of people are like, well, he's just a uh, you know puts the hard hat on and just gets to work and, and no frills. Nah, he he had some frills. He had some some good moments for sure. And and even uh, Carson Beck got to come in and, and got a little bit of of uh, time as well. Five for six for seventy one yards. He threw a touchdown himself. Uh, Bennett. McConkie, McIntosh, and Milton all with rushing touchdowns. Uh, McConkie, Mitchell, and Milton all had the receiving ones. Uh, I, I tell you, my my favorite player on this team, uh, it, to start with, was just the name, Ladd McConkie. But uh, this kid, it's kid can play, man. I, I enjoyed watching. It wasn't just the two catches he had. Because you look and you're like, oh, he just had two catches, 16 yards and a touchdown, as long as catch, was for nine yards. Yeah, but watch what he was doing when the ball was not coming to him. He was uh, drawing extra defenders to his direction because they thought he was going to be the one getting the ball. He was blocking for the run game. He was uh, just, he was—he never gave up on a play, and, and the entire receiving corps were doing this. You didn't see one guy give up on a route because he knew it wasn't coming to him. Everybody was playing as though every single play mattered, and that's why you went 49-3. to Now, in the aftermath, what happened with this? What do I say with that is, what did this game do? Well, for one, you're 1-0. You're leading the east, S U C east, which is the loaded side of the division. You also uh You go from number three to number two, as you should. Um, Let's give Alabama the benefit of the doubt. They did win like uh, about $4 million to to nothing, I believe, over their opponents. So Let's give Alabama the benefit. They're, They're probably number one or number two. I think you could interchange Georgia or Alabama. Also, Ohio State struggled against Notre Dame and then pulled ahead towards the end. The way I told everybody I would say it would win by 10 plus, win by 11. That counts. Hopefully, you cashed in on that. But they struggle a little bit. You look at uh, Clemson, Clemson had some issues with Georgia Tech, which is something we'll address on, uh, on the Georgia Tech show up with the white and gold with uh, myself and John Watts later on in the week. Gonna record that one tomorrow. But you see, one one prevailed, as though we thought, two sputtered a little, four had some issues before pulling ahead. Georgia going from three to two. I, I'm a hundred percent behind. I said that from the time it happened. I said this is at least the two, if not one, best team in college football. So glad that they kind of saw that. Once again, the rankings don't mean a whole lot of anything for about another five or six weeks when the official ones start to to circulate. But Georgia, be be very proud. You know, Dog Nation be very proud of this team and what they accomplished. They basically had the shutout. You know, you you can call it what it is with three points, but uh, all around there was a lot of really, really good things that they did. Now we're going to take a short break where you can hear from our or hear about our friends at BetOnline.net, and when we come back, we are going to preview this week's matchup, and I'm going to tell you why you should be excited about it. We'll be right back after this. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style Board Check, and that. Sports show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest Football League developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. And we are back here on Hunker Down. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome back. Make sure to visit our friends at betonline.net where they do podcasts, they do articles, they do a lot of the research for you if you want to, uh, if you're so inclined to use it. It's it's great info, great intel. Uh, if you want to go rogue, go do your own thing, that's cool too, but they put so many resources in front of you that just make it so much easier to uh, get in there and have some fun. So make sure to visit betonline.net, some fantastic people. Now, we talked about forty-nine to three. What a what a glorious day, glory glory, for Georgia. They start one and zero. They are tied for first in the SEC East. I mean, who who else won in the East? Um, well, you got Vanderbilt, who's two and zero. But uh, Florida, Florida looked, okay, Florida looked pretty good. So uh, it's good to see Florida is going to be one of those teams. Uh, Kentucky with a win on the board, another ranked opponent that uh, uh, had a pretty good day. Uh, Missouri also won. South Carolina with the win over Georgia State. We will talk about that tomorrow night. Uh, that was a lot closer than I thought it would be. Actually, it's as close as I thought it would be for a minute. Uh, and then uh, Tennessee also won, so everybody in the East has at least a win. With Vanderbilt having two, and for what it's worth, uh, the only team in the West that has a loss is LSU. Yeah, yeah, we all know about that one. With uh, Texas A&M, Missis- Ole Miss it was on Mississippi, Mississippi State, Auburn, Arkansas, and Alabama all picking up wins with that one. So, what's next for the Bulldogs? Well, UGA Bulldogs get to host uh, the Sanford Bulldogs. I think they're Bulldogs. That makes sense. I think they are. I know they got a Bulldog logo. Are they? I think they are. Anyway, in the Battle of the Bulldogs, This is a 4 o'clock kickoff this Saturday on the SEC Network. Of course, that will be uh, in Athens. Things to look forward to in this one. Well, it's some of the stuff that I mentioned and some of the stuff that Kirby is referring to. Because when head coach Kirby Smart says there's things we need to button up, there's things we could do better, once again, he's not lying. Um, Some things I would like to see. I would like to see – I understand what happened this week, um, but I would like to see the run game uh, materialize a little better because I actually think this group of runners this season is one of the best and loaded backfields they've had in a couple years. And, hey, there was some really, really good ones in the last few years. A lot of those guys are in the press. But, uh, you know, I would like to see uh, more than just the wide receivers – running things. I I would like to see, you know, I'd like to see some of these these running backs get a few more carries and just pound the rock a little bit. Now if they get up big early, maybe they do. Uh, Other things to look forward to I want to see this pass rush develop. I feel bad for Samford because it's gonna happen. But this is the time to start to mess with a few things. Uh, if you've got a guy who's normally on the left side of the defensive line, maybe you stick him in the middle or you stick him on the right, and you see if he can get a certain matchup and get into the backfield. I would like to see at least two to three sacks this week. I uh, think you should be able to do it against Sanford. Uh, but, yeah, running back-wise, you know, I want to see Milton Edwards and McIntosh with – I don't know, 50 yards a piece. If one wants to have 100 and balance out, just yeah, that's fine too. Uh, but I want to see, you know, Milton, he had 50. Uh, Edwards, 24. McIntosh, with 18. That's fine. And then you had some wide receiver sweeps and some things like that. Even Robinson, runner, had 13. It, you're spreading it out. You've got uh, a loaded backfield like that. So, you know, i got no problems there. But, I want to see them focus a lot on the run game and really start to establish that and really get the wheels turning on that. I want to see the pass rush. And I just want to see them play a complete game like they did last week, a pretty complete game, where there just wasn't a lot of hiccups, There wasn't a lot of miscues. Everything seemed to go pretty well. So... That's the things I'm looking forward to this week. Those are the reasons why I think you should tune in. I have seen Sanford play live. Uh, it was against Kennesaw State, and not against Georgia or anybody like that. But uh, they always have a solid squad. They're gonna be. They're gonna come in there hoping they can win this game. And if Georgia makes enough mistakes, might have to be a lot of them. Enough mistakes, yeah, they could be in this game. But this is the ultimate opportunity to showcase. The things you do well for the home crowd and to really work on the things that uh, they need working on before, because uh, who do you get next week? You get, uh, you go to South Carolina, to take on the Gamecocks. So you kind of want to get some things buttoned up and, and tie up some loose ends before you end up uh, in South Carolina, because they're a team that, that could be an interesting wild card over there in the East. But UGA fans, a lot to be excited about. You are one of the two best teams in the country. I really think it's Alabama and Georgia in a class to themselves. But just because you are that good does not mean you can just coast through it. You gotta keep the work, you gotta keep putting the work in. And as a fan, you guys know that too. You can't coast on being one of the best fan bases in in, in football. You gotta keep putting the work in. So fire up those tailgates. Make sure you got your tickets, your TVs, whatever ready. Dogs Nation. The game will be here in no time. We're only a couple days away from the kickoff of Week Two. Like I said, four o'clock SEC Network. Or if you are in Athens, uh, be careful, have fun. But UGA Bulldogs, they continue to roll with the big win, forty-nine over, forty-nine to three over Oregon. Sanford coming up. This has been the second episode of Hunker Down. Our weekly UGA Bulldogs podcast. I am Jeremy the Impact York. Thanks for joining us. We will see you guys next week. Go, dogs.